Welcome in to a special, shocking emergency edition of the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use the promo code DNVR25. You'll get 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD-infused, deliciously rich, and potentially life-altering Strava Craft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman, managing editor of DNVR Rockies. Unfortunately, Patrick Lyons can't be with us today. That just means you get a double dose because he's going to be on later at our normal time, 4.05. We're still going to be going. But Michaela Perkins with me here right now, reacting to the news that Jeff Breidich and the Colorado Rockies have mutually parted ways. Jeff Breidich is no longer the GM of your Colorado Rockies. Woo! Say it again one more time, Drew. <laughs> Uh, I, I I have to say, as somebody who thought, you know, his his time is definitely coming to an end, I did not think it was coming to an end today. And and it is a little bit shocking and refreshing. And with the Rockies having won four of the last five ball games, you're just kind of going, oh man, are we allowed to feel good as a Rockies community? And yes. it just yes, yeah, you're giving yeah, permission. You are. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh man, uh, the the comments very excited, very excited. Uh, so so let me let me give you the specifics really quick. We can get into, um, you know, get out of here, Cardinals fans. <laughs> no, but we we can get into all, all the ramifications and how we feel about it. Let, let me get all the news out in front of everybody. So Jeff Breidich out as GM wasn't technically fired, right? It's a mutually parted ways situation. Uh, they said in it was actually a relatively short <laughs> email that I got the official announcement. Uh, they've uh, now this is a big thing too. They have named Greg Fiesel as the team president. They have not had a team president. Uh, I guess Dick Monfort has served as owner slash team president, but they, they haven't had somebody else in that job since Kelly McGregor. And they said that they do plan on hiring an interim GM at some point for the remainder of the season. And then having a, a more full search in the offseason. So that's all the technical details, if anybody's wondering about all that stuff. We're just really excited, Drew. I need some more excitement from you. He goes! <laughs> he out of here! See you never! Um, Goodbye! Uh, Pack your bags! Yeah, okay. So, okay, let's get into all the... the, the <laughs> okay. Yes, uh, it, it really is. It's the, it's the dawning of a new era. It's the beginning of... Uh, you get to take a big, deep sigh of relief. Uh, one of the biggest issues with the team, especially knowing the way he poisoned the relationship with Nolan Arenado, uh, the, the way things just weren't working out here. It, you can ask, I see people in the comments asking about, what does this mean for Trevor's story? That's a perfectly reasonable question to ask. I, I went to bed last night. I, I, I was in the press box yesterday talking with seasoned veteran baseball writers going Trevor's got another month two months here and uh, now you know there's a legitimate question if he sees some of the young pitching and, and he does see some talent and he doesn't mind staying through a couple of thin years and being the guy and maybe one of the big reasons why he wouldn't want to be around is now gone yeah that's a big deal too now we don't know that but it's just there are so many potential positive ramifications for this entire organization Michaela, that's hard not to. I'm literally I'm there's always... nothing but good things that have come from this decision. This is one of the best days of my life. I can't stop smiling. I feel so bad. I feel like I should kind of have a little bit of empathy, but I really don't. I'm sorry. I am so jazzed. 
there's a team president now. We don't know if he's obviously going to be there for a while or just in the interim, but at least they have a team president, which means less Monfort decision-making. They're going to get a new general manager. Obviously they're going to appoint one in the interim until they find one in the off season. I just like, Oh my gosh, this is just so like, it changes everything for this organization. Like, yes, I know it's unfortunate that it had to happen a little too late and Nolan is already gone, but I don't even care right now. I'm so excited. This could change the future for story. This could change the future for the organization. Like I'm so, Oh my God. Oh my God. This is the best Monday I think I've ever had ever. (laughs) I will say the obligatory. I am always reticent to celebrate somebody losing their job at the same time. You sleep in the bed you make for yourself and, and Jeff Breidich absolutely made this bad for himself, both with bad decisions uh, that impacted the competitiveness of the team and all the personal stuff is, is one of the main reasons why, you know, you just can't feel too much for him, you know, and I, I wish him no personal ill in, in wherever he goes in his life, but you can't not celebrate that he's no longer in charge of your favorite baseball team. You just can't, you can't, it, you know, like you said, it just opens up so many doors. So many possibilities, even if it turns out to be the case that Trevor still goes or whatever. Well, whatever yeah. return they're going to get for Trevor's yep. story is going to be orchestrated by somebody not named yeah. Jeff Breidich. And right. That is the key right here. Comes. Like, even if they decide to tear everything down and trade away everyone on this roster, which is still a very good chance that that might happen. Jeff Breidich, Jeffrey Thomas Breidich is not going to be the person in charge of that rebuild, orchestrating the trades. Like none of it. It's not going to be him. And like that is that alone. That enough. <laughs> that you enough. Bring out the middle names. You know you're in trouble. <laughs> I'm just so excited because for the fact alone, like he's not going to be in charge of the rebuild. Like that was my biggest concern when you know we talked about this and we were on another emergency pod when they traded the cousin a couple months ago. I was like, okay, well, if the organization has to tear down from this point and they're going to start a rebuild, that makes me nervous because I don't want Jeff Breidich to be the one in charge of that rebuild. I have no faith in him as a general manager whatsoever. So even though there's a lot of unknown variables still with this team and this club moving forward, the fact that Jeff Thomas Breidich isn't going to be the person in charge of this rebuild, I feel like a million dollars. I could have won the lottery and I still wouldn't have been excited as I am right now about this announcement. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All right then. Okay. And I I see our guy Mark here in the comments. Got to get you over onto the YouTube side though. Also see it. See it. Nothing wrong with watching on Facebook. We got to get everyone on YouTube. I know you got your new YouTube situation, but asking a uh, about the timing of it, you know, it is kind of funny. The Rockies are winning ball games. They just smacked the hell out of the Phillies in the rubber match there to take that set. Um, I see a lot of people in the comments asking about Theo Epstein. Hell yeah, it's a pipe dream. Just uh, all out of the Phillies in the rubber match there to take oh, that set. No, I've got a uh, got echo. Oh, there we go. Uh, but yeah, it just uh, it, it you can you can dream on all of those things. Um, it feels like Avengers Endgame. I love this comment <laughs> for the Nolan trade being the snap from Infinity War. That's such a great comment from our guy. Oh my God, yes. Um, what was the line from like Thanos? It was like, what did you lose? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, what did it cost you? Oh, that's amazing. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so happy. 
it's and it's funny because we still don't know you know who the next gm is going to be like like you said if it, if there's going to be a theo epstein type figure if we don't know much about greg fiesel i'll say that right now um he's somebody within the organization i've heard of and about several times i have not met him uh you know there were a couple of zacks that have played prominent roles in the rockies organization zach wilson and zach rosenthal who i thought maybe you know i think those guys will be candidates to be the next gm and it'll be interesting to to look into all of that and we can do more of that honestly when we get patrick back on there's a ton of stuff to dive into so we can get into the next steps but obviously we're still just processing this in real time Colorado finishing it out a small price to pay for salvation uh it, it's just this is one of those very few times where you're going to see me actually celebrate somebody losing their job because he just had proven so many times now and even so somebody many on the team who had his back at certain instances not really had his back so much as I understood what he was trying to do and I and I thought that he had some good ideas about the team and, and people didn't want to admit those and I still do think he, he was on to some things but it just was so overwhelming on the other side of it that it just doesn't matter anymore whatever nuggets or kernels of of truth or realism that he had found it's like no no it doesn't, just doesn't matter no uh, it doesn't matter i'm hey maybe like harvard needs a professor or uh they need a brain surgeon at a hospital yeah, somewhere yeah. i don't care wherever it is as long as it's not the colorado rockies right. <laughs> well, right, and like even for us you know when when we talk about you know, okay, do they have to trade Trevor's story? And then I get 10 comments on Twitter that are like, yeah, but all they're going to get is a bunch of prospects no one's ever heard of, and they're going to give them $50 million. And it's like, we can just get past that as a community now and and get to a point where, you know, we've got something else to, to look at and look forward to. And, you know, I'm going to be very interested to see how the team plays in response. Like if there is even like, a translation to some energy on the field. We were talking about yesterday about how they've got some winnable games in front of them. The bats are hot. The pitching's been good all year. And so if the, there's just a kind of energy about, because I think we all know that even in the clubhouse, like a lot of the ball players have kind of gotten tired of, of Jeff Breidich. And that's, that's look, that's the reason this happened, right? That's the reason you mutually part ways with somebody when it's just an untenable relationship. And that's what it became. So, yeah, it's just necessary. Absolutely. It was more than time. I don't think, you know, obviously it would have, there's a lot of people in the comments saying like, well, it's a little too late. Like Nolan's already gone. Like I get that. We're still upset over yeah. the whole fallout from the Nolan thing, but we, we got to find this. Like I was saying on last night's pod, it's the little things you got to celebrate. This is arguably a little bit of a bigger thing, but we, this is reason to celebrate. Like the organization, it just feels like to me, there is new life breathed into this organization. Like there's not like this dark Jeffrey Breidich shaped cloud hanging over Coors Field anymore. Like there's just like the sun has shone again. The sun has risen. <laughs> there's a new dawn, a new day for the Rockies organization. And I just like, I can't. Life, new and I'm feeling good. good. But like, yeah. like just the fact that he's not going to be in charge of a rebuild if that's the direction the Rockies choose to go is enough for me to be so, so, so excited about this decision. Obviously I would have loved for it to come sooner, but I'm going to take what I can get. And today is giving me everything that I needed to give me. So I'm happy. 
Yeah, and I'll even answer, you know, KJ's question, which I think is, you know, fair if you are even hesitant to feel excited right now, asking, you know, are we, are we confident they can put a competent GM in his place? Are they just trying to show that, hey, we're trying, we did a thing, we're, we're trying to placate the fans right now? And I will say I would be much more reticent of that if it, this had just been the Jeff Breidich's step-down news. The, the Greg Fiesel has taken over as team president news. Just, just seeing the words team president next to somebody yeah. else's name in Rocky's context is a big deal. I've been writing about this for eight years. And so yeah. for me, this is almost as big a news as Jeff Breidich stepping down is that they've put somebody in place to oversee all the baseball operations and Hopefully, now, you know, the proof has to be in the pudding, but hopefully that means Dick Monfort stepping further and further away Mm -hmm. from baseball decisions and just signing the checks and doing the realty stuff and leaving the baseball to Greg Fiesel and whoever becomes the interim GM. Yes, I 100% agree. Aside from the elation of Jeffrey Breidich being fired, there is also the elation of the fact that Someone, whether it's Monfort or someone else who's telling Monfort, you need a team president, has finally come to be, is also just as equally exciting because I don't think people really understand, or there's a few people that don't understand like how deep into the the baseball decision-making Monfort was. Monfort literally negotiated the money side of Nolan's trade. Jeff did the prospects, Monfort did the money. Like in no world would that ever be okay where your your owner is making baseball decisions and negotiating as an owner of a team. So this president of baseball operations news is equally as amazing as a new general manager news because Monfort needs to, like you said, write the checks, focus on real estate development and ride off into the sunset and be like an omnipotent figure in the distance that is the owner of the team, but has nothing to do with anything baseball related. He has been amazing. I don't want to take away from the fact that he has been amazing for Lodo, the redevelopment of that area and the downtown Denver. But aside from that, holy shit, (laughs) it is time for Monfort to just gracefully bow out of baseball making decisions. Maybe we're getting closer to him passing the reins off to Walker. I don't know, but I don't care as long as he's not making any more decisions. And a president of baseball operations is a fantastic decision. I'm so excited that not only are we going to be getting a new general manager, but there's also going to be another person in the room making decisions whose name is not Dick Monfort. Yeah, absolutely. Look, you've got to toast your Breck brews to that. I know it's a little early in the day for me. I was planning on drying out. I basically spent the weekend down at the DNVR bar, drinking beers, watching baseball, usually drinking the beers after the baseball, uh, hanging out uh, with a bunch of great, Rockies fans down there at the bar and having our Breck brew. So, but I do, it's, it's, it's early in the day, but still it's a celebratory moment. I've got my vanilla Porter right here from Breck brew. Uh, you've got the, the Celsius as well. Get your 15 can sampler down at the liquor store or to King supers near you. And of course you can get them down at the DNVR bar. And if you're a member, you get a much bigger one, but that's only one of the many, many discounts that you get for being a member of DNVR. First of all, you get access to all the written content throughout a, recap of the homestand for everybody so you can see who's hot who's not through some fun interesting statistics at your way at least i thought they were interesting uh as i mentioned i've got a big article coming up on the five realistic ways to fix the colorado rockies and the number one thing on that list just happened so gonna have to reevaluate that article a little bit at least that number one spot but still here we go uh come on down become a member of the dnvr family get all that written content 
And right now, if you when you sign up for the annual, we'll send you a free shirt from the DNVR locker and hook you up with the holistic stick from Holistic Wellness. It's H O L I S T I K wellness.com. Uh, use promo code DNVR30 to get 30% off there on their CBD products. Absolutely fantastic stuff. Um, and actually, let me go ahead and do one more since I'm catching my breath. It just, it's just so many things and we're so happy. But uh, also save money with our friends over at Gabby Insurance, G-A-B-I.com slash DNVR. Stands for Get a Better Insurance. Easy to remember the letters. And it's exactly what they do. It's really, it's the perfect name. They save me insurance money. I save 480 bucks just on my car insurance. They save our guy, Eric Weedham, over a grand. You can check him out at gabi.com slash DNVR. You're probably paying too much for your home or car insurance, and you just don't need to be. They'll hook you up in less than 10 minutes with a much better rate, let you choose your new provider. They'll show you exactly how much you're going to save. Plain and easy, no text messages, no emails, nothing irritating about it. Just more money in your bank account. Simple as that. GABI.com slash DNVR. All right. Um, you know, and and I see a, a couple other people saying, you know, as long as Dick Monfort is the owner of this team, this really doesn't change anything. Nothing much has changed. And we actually had this conversation Enjoy. several weeks ago. And it's, yeah, like. Enjoy, Enjoy this. <laughs> Shut up. I don't care. <laughs> it just. It really is like, no, not all the problems are solved, but yes, one of the major, major huge, huge issue yeah. is solved. Yeah. There are a lot of things that were specifically, you know, on, on Jeff Breitich and it's going to be an uphill battle for whoever's next to solve a lot of puzzles, the current state of the team, you know, all the road and hangover effect and rebuilding and how do you even what is the proper identity of a successful sustainably successful Colorado Rockies team nobody knows nobody knows the answer to that question yet and so it's still a very difficult job to do uh but the fact that now other people are in charge of trying to solve that puzzle is a big deal it's a massive deal this is a huge day in Colorado Rockies history and it's also a reminder, you know, I, I think there was a, a tendency to say, you know, Dick Bonford never fires anybody. They're never going to do this. And, and while, again, I agree with everyone who says it's probably a year too late. <laughs> Ideally, you do this before having to trade Nolan Arenado. And maybe that even placates him and he stays. I can't, you know, none of us can ever know that for sure, except for Nolan, if he ever decides to share that with us. But for this, like... This is a big deal. This is a very big deal, um, especially, like I said, the team president thing. It's not just that they made a subtraction here. They made it an addition, and, and there's another to come, an interim GM for now, who, if they do some interesting things, maybe that person is in charge of a Trevor Story deal or a John Gray deal, or maybe they don't do any of those things and they just kind of are a ceremonial position. I don't know, but we that's the thing is the future is now full of possibility, where before it was filled with we know what's going to happen yeah yeah I mean I look people I understand that like it's not like you're not all high on the Rockies now because of this one move but this is still something that should be celebrated like this is huge this is like I said like there's no longer a Jeffrey Brightest shaped cloud hanging over Coors Field like this is just going to help breathe new life in this organization. And not only is Jeff Breidich gone, but now they have it, Greg Fiesel as the club president. And literally word for word from their press release, 
It says he has been named the president and chief operating officer. He will now oversee baseball operations in addition to his current responsibilities, leading all facets of the club's business operations. Like that is something that Monfort was heavily, heavily, heavily involved in. So now Monfort is not involved in that kind of stuff anymore because they have a president now. Like this is huge. Like I understand people, you, I get it. Like you don't believe that anything is truly going to change until Monfort's not the owner anymore. But I really don't see that happening. Like it's not, he's going to own the team forever. He's going to own the team forever. Like you're not going to sell a baseball team when you're the owner of it. And it's worth billions of dollars. And you've been grooming your son to take over as the owner. Like Walker Monfort, I'm telling you right now is going to be the next owner of the Colorado Rockies. So like get used to the Monfort name people. Like I understand that that's not what you want to hear. And I understand that sucks in your opinion, but like Monfort's not selling this team. Like I just don't see a world where that happens. And so if that's the case, then we have to figure out a way to work with Monfort or the Monfort family as the owner. And so now that we've got a new general manager coming in, a team, a new team president, like this is best case scenario. I don't understand yeah. why people are still so unhappy. Like it's conditioning. The Rockies fans are conditioned to not celebrate good news. But that's literally this is best case it. scenario. Been beaten down by this organization for 28, 29 years. I, I, I totally understand. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it just is, it just is a big deal. But no, no, obviously we talk. Go I was going to say true. Like someone in the comments is saying, we don't know if Fiesel's any better. Sure. Great. We don't, but would you rather have Jeff Breidich and Dick Monfort still calling the shots? Like what is your other option? Is it worse than, than you, what we've had over the last It literally years? could not get worse. We got yeah. a ham sandwich back for the best third baseman in baseball. And you have the audacity to complain? First of all, how dare you talk about Austin Gomer? Okay, I'm sorry, Austin Gomer. I love you. You're actually a really say. great pitcher. You're not a ham sandwich. But you know what I mean. Like, the deal on paper didn't make any sense. It literally could not get any worse than Jeff Breidich and Dick Monfort calling the shots in the front office. I don't, like, I'm not going to, I'm going to give Fiesel the benefit of the doubt until he proves me wrong, okay? Literally anything at this point is better than what we had. Anything. Let's, I would have taken yeah. a bag of rocks in the general manager seat. Like, <laughs> it's like those small towns that elect a dog as the mayor. Yes. The story. Give, a dog. Give us a dog. <laughs> um, so uh, Josh and Mark wanting to talk about the, the Trevor Story situation. Are they on the path for rebuild? Do they build around the rotation and story? Does this increase the chance of a story extension? We talked about it a little bit earlier, but let's dive into that a bit more now. Oh, and hey, we may uh, we may be able to. Well, no, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just hop in to look. So, uh, yeah, let, let's dive into the Trevor Story situation here. Th there's a lot of, of different moving parts. We don't know what's going on inside of Trevor Story's head, obviously, right? There's still the fact that he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year, and if they they can't sign an extension, the smart thing to do is still to trade him. Uh, so, so it really is in his hands. We don't know to what extent Trevor Story's problem was Jeff Breidich, but how much he might want to stay through a couple more years of what's still likely to be some some thin times, right? But the Rockies do have basically their entire budget available to them for the next several years. They can afford. They could if they want to throw all their money at Trevor Story, they can. He's never publicly criticized any member of this organization ever. Uh, he's privately been 
very positive about his time here um, and his team. And so I really do think it's much, much more up in the air than it was 24 hours ago. And, you know, if I'm Dick Monfort and I, and, you know, he doesn't, you know, whatever, if I'm in that chair and I am trying to think strategically, now's the time I'm approaching the guy with a contract offer, right? Yeah. Because it feels like a, a clean slate, a fresh start. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple different factors that makes the story situation a little bit different than the Nolan situation. Like story's contract is almost over. Like if it comes down to the fact that he just doesn't want to play here anymore, like he doesn't have to play here anymore. He is free to go. So, you know, if he is making that feeling well known to the Rockies front office that he is not going to want to stay here, then the, I mean, the Rockies don't obviously have any choice, but to trade him before the deadline. So obviously there's a, a couple more moving pieces to that than there were to the Nolan issue. But I mean, obviously like if the market for shortstops is any indication of what Trevor's going to want, like look at Francisco Lindor's contract. He just got like, who? Holy shiza, that was a huge yeah, contract. Yeah. And obviously, like the Rockies can't afford it now because they're not paying anybody anything. Um well, and, I, and I'll even say to this point, I, you know, I see this comment a lot, like Dick Monfort's never gonna pay that money. Like that, that's one of the things that just legitimately doesn't track with history. For all the things yeah. Dick Monfort has done wrong, mm-hmm. pay Todd Helton, pay Carlos Gonzalez, pay Troy Tulowitzki. They were gonna pay Nolan Arenado until the GM totally poisoned the relationship, or maybe both people did whatever, but the idea that Dick Monfort won't pay, you know, market value yeah. or, or above or, or hand out a big honking gigantic contract to a player he likes simply does not track with history. It really comes down to whether or not Story wants to be here through a couple of light years, not light years, a couple of light years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And and maybe still be able to be a star player in his thirties. Yeah. Well, and the other option too is like if um you know they have some faith in whoever they're bringing in this front office and like the decision on Trevor has pretty much already been made, um and they don't trade him and they are just hoping to get draft compensation, then you know obviously that's going to help contribute to the rebuild if that's the direction they go in. So maybe it's a sign that you know there's a there's a decision that's been made and they're just going full blow it up mode now and they're just ready to start the rebuild and then they'll just let Trevor either walk and then use that for draft compensation or I don't know. Yeah. Well, and, and another thing that could play into that, our guy, Patrick Lyons feeding us this note that Bob Nightingale reporting that scouting director, Bill Schmidt and assistant GM Zach Rosenthal are the leading candidates to take over as interim GM. And both of those guys, their expertise lies in having drafted and, and developed uh, yes. The young players. Now, now Zach has been a little more at the major league and, and he's kind of the, you know, he would be uh, the analytic darling, the analytic. Um, Zach Rosenthal is a very, very analytically minded uh, front office person. <laughs> I was going to say GM, if he becomes one, uh, assistant GM. Yeah. That's somebody, um, you know, and for an interim GM, it's going to be somebody internal, by the way. They're not going to go outside the organization. You know, for once we get to the offseason, they're going to look at candidates, yeah. and, and then we can get into that talk. About, and, and I do think that they should look outside yes. the org, unless yes. somehow they they put, like, say, Rosenthal or Bill Schmidt takes over and they swing a fantastic deal for Trevor Story or or yeah. they somehow bring in people that – whatever. You never know. But I'm a little nervous about the internal thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bill, Bill like Schmidt's this- been a fantastic – yeah. And the, the people that, that are in 
the people in the organization really haven't had a chance to show what they can do because everything that they've ever done has been shot down or vetoed by Jeffrey Breidich, I'm a doctor. So like, we really don't know what this, these people's potential is because like anytime they they came to Breidich with research or notes or suggestions, he was like, thanks, I'm going to do what I want. Have a good day. Like, so maybe there's, <laughs> there's potential there that we just don't know because they never got a chance because Jeffrey, I'm a doctor, Breidich was like, no, I'm not, I don't care what you have to say. Yeah. I've always found this talking point really interesting, right? Like, and, and I just say to people like, okay, imagine today you were put in charge of the company that you work for. You got to make decisions for everybody. Would you run it exactly the same way it was being run before? Almost nope. nobody would, right? And so it's kind of like you were saying earlier, until we see it and we don't even know, and actually Bill Schmidt and Zach Rosenthal, I, I think have very different approaches uh, to the game of baseball. It should be very, very interesting to see. You know, the those are two different directions to go. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, I, I would like to see them go outside the organization. But for me, it's less about that and more about can they find someone who understands the unique problems that they have here and has a plan for how to fix it, for how, yeah. to, for how to approach it. They need to find someone who has that plan. But we've got a, another note, Patrick, feeding us from Jeff Passan. Executives have long seen the Rockies job as a potential goldmine, a place in which a creative GM could leverage the inherent advantages and mitigate the issues that have long played inherent advantages is funny, but I know what he means that have long plagued the players there. It's a gig for a think. Exactly. Question is, is that what Dick Monfort wants? And that's, that's the billion dollar right. question because I do think smart people want to, as I've started calling it, solve this puzzle. Yeah. I mean, and it is a puzzle. Being a general manager of a small market team like the Colorado Rockies, you're playing money ball. Like you literally have to be resourceful with the things that you have because it's not like you're the Yankees where you can pay anyone and everyone under the sun or the Dodgers and have no issue with money whatsoever. Like being a general manager of a team like the Colorado Rockies has its own unique set of challenges that you're not going to find in any other like ball club. And so it's going to be someone that has to be resourceful, has to be innovative, has to think out of the box because you have to put together a championship caliber team with less resources than a lot of other clubs in this league have. So, you know, whoever they find or whoever they're looking at, hopefully it's someone outside of the organization, in my opinion, my preference, you know, is going to be able to be that type of person, right? Because it's not a cut and dry issue where you come in and you tweak a little things like the Rockies have a lot of issues right now. Like I know drew, you're not a big farm system ranking guy, but they have the 29th ranked farm system in baseball. Like not only is the current state of the team, not great, but then the future of the team isn't looking great either. And I know you think there are some other guys that are in the system that are getting overlooked and yes, 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 I understand. But <laughs> on paper, fair. I've made the point. That's fair. <laughs> on paper, in my opinion, it just looks a little bleak. So the person that's going to come into the situation basically has to retool everything top down and has a huge, huge thing, a huge ask basically on their plate right out of the gate. So, you know, I hope that they take some time to really, really think through this decision because I think the Rockies as an organization are at a critical point. They can either blow everything up right now, tear down and start a rebuild and then hope in six years that everything worked out. 
or they can try to work with this roster that they have and keep gray and keep story and try to like wait on these younger guys that are in the higher ends of the system to come up and contribute. And so, you know, there's a huge debate of like what direction this organization is going to go in, like in every way. So this next person, this next general manager has a huge, huge task in front of them that is monumental. Like yes. there's so many layers to this that they're really going to have to, they have to rebuild their analytic department. They have two people in their analytic department right now. Like it's a lot, it's a lot to ask of someone. So they really have to make sure that they make the right choice because the Rockies are at a crossroad. They can either go left or they can go right. And it's <laughs> totally. Uh, we did a, a DFA show in the offseason, Patrick and I, where we really dove into potential GM candidates for the Rockies. So if you're on YouTube, again, you've got to be on our YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed there, clicking the bell icon, giving the like on the video so that stuff comes up. It's just a way to make sure that you see everything and then it comes this way for you. But we talked uh, about some of these internal candidates and a lot of external ones who could be very, very interesting. And it really does come down to exactly what you just said, Michaela what direction do they want to go in and and does Dick Monfort understand that or is he just going to go with the guy he likes the best and you just kind of hope that that's also the guy that has the best plan which is kind of yeah. how I can see it going yeah. uh, but I, I think there are some great candidates out there so if you're on the YouTube go back and and check that out okay well We'll, we'll give you one. Our guy, Andrew Mace, coming in. When, when when Mace joins the conversation, you listen. And he says, I would put every resource into trying to poach Eric Neander from the Rays and give him full control to do whatever it takes to build the Rocks and Tampa mm-hmm. Bay's image with a bigger yeah. budget. But that's just me. I've never been a fan of that model here. But if you're going to do it, do it right and do it well. And yeah. we'll find out. And so yeah. I, I wouldn't hate that. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the Rockies, like I'm hoping more than anything that the Rockies can model themselves after the Seattle Mariners, right? Like I think the Rockies should be where the Seattle Mariners are in a couple of years. Like the Seattle Mariners have Mariners, why do I keep saying that? It's so weird. Have done everything right. Like they have done a rebuild. They have the most, I think the most talented like future coming up. All of those guys on their roster are so young, so talented. And that's where the Rockies, in my opinion, should be in a couple of years. Like, I love the Mariners. I love the Rays. I love the athletics. I love the way that they have built their teams. Like, it's not a team that is going to be flashy and have all these huge names on them that you're just like, whoa, that's a huge acquisition. But it, those are like the, the team that they have is so talented in their own ways that they're at times underrated. And then they like they birth like their own stars, basically. Right. Like they're not spending huge dollars on big names like they're they have quality systems and that they've built from the ground up like all of those guys for the most part on the Mariners roster right now are homegrown dudes like that have gone all the way through the Mariners system so I I hope that that is where the Rockies can kind of go because I think that's how you build an organization for success like long-term success not just like the Astros for example I know the Astros had that and that's why they won 2017 but now they suck so like I know baseball is a cycle too but um yeah I'm I'm just I'm hoping there's some organizational direction basically is what I'm trying to say because I just don't see the Rockies having any organizational direction right now while Breidich was the general manager and that's scary like not having any answers to your future or their like present is not a position you want to be in like it's it's scary like there's just no they don't have they didn't have any answers for anything and like that's not what you want to see from the team that you support um so 
Well, like, like we've been saying here, there's, there's a lot about the future that is much more up in the air than it was before. If you think you know, though, if you think you're absolutely certain about what's going to happen in the future, I, I see somebody saying this changes nothing. Nothing has changed. Everything is the same. Well, if that's what you believe, put your money where your mouth is. Go on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and continue to bet against the Rockies for the next several years if you're so inclined. Again, put your money where your mouth is. If you're feeling a little better, you're liking where the team is at right now specifically, or maybe you just want to bet on some other stuff. You can bet on football, basketball, hockey. Uh, apparently, you can bet on the NFL draft. Um, actually, I knew that, but I was just adding that. It's like all kinds of stuff you can do. It's fantastic. It's what makes it America's top-rated sportsbook app. And now you can turn $1 into $100 in free bets if the quarterback, if a quarterback is drafted first overall on Thursday night. I'm I'm suspecting that that's likely. Anybody who's, we got college football experts in the in the comments. Let us know how likely that is. It seems likely. Usually when they throw these things at you. I would assume. It's a slam dunk, yeah. Well, it's football, so a home run. No, but they always say that in football. Whenever the quarterback goes for a big, long throw, they say he's going for the home run ball. And I'm like, I don't think that that translates, but whatever. Uh, Still, if a quarterback is taken, Trevor Lawrence, is that right? Yeah, that that, that sounds about right. Uh, You will turn $1 into $100 in free bets. Use that promo code DNVR. Actually, it doesn't even look like you need to use. Oh, yeah, it is. Use the promo code DNVR. You can turn $1 into $100 in free bets. If a quarterback is taken first of all, first overall, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, winnings paid out in free bets, restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Troy in the comments says you've got a 99.99999% chance of landing that. So 300 bucks. There you go. We love free money. Free money is good money. Uh, so okay, big talk about the thing that Patrick sent in the chat really quick because I just have a theory about this. Okay, okay, (laughs) just stick with me here, right? So, Patrick sent something in the chat. Um, I'm trying to pull it up. Here it is. Okay, um, it's from Bob Nightingale. The Rockies, the Rockies insist, insist that GM Jeff Breidich resigned and was not fired. Okay, so this is how I imagine this playing out, right? This is just my own theory. There's probably no truth to this at all, but, like, just roll with it, right? Okay, so uh-huh. Jeff Jeffrey Thomas Breidich just orchestrated the worst trade in the history of baseball. The history of baseball, right? The Rockies, they start the season a little rough. They're way under 500. There's some bright moments overall, but eh, not a great start, right? Yeah. So <laughs> Jeffrey Breidich is kind of starting to feel the heat. He's like, Mm, this probably isn't going great. You know, Rockies fans are really mad at me. Um, I have a feeling that, like, I might get fired at some point in the near future. I guarantee you his mentality was like, if I quit, you can't fire me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that classic, right? Like, no, 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 no. No, I'm not fired. No, you can't quit. fire me. I quit. That is a thousand percent. I guarantee you. I can't guarantee that because I really don't know. But I no. guarantee you that's what happened. He walked in there with his doctor coat on and he was like, well, if I quit, you can't fire me. And he quit. Quit. Oh, man. That is <laughs> that is fantastic. That's um, that's my theory. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, uh, you know, there, there is the the history of him not liking to to fire people and other GMs that have, have technically had to like fire themselves or walked away. But that's really all corporate talk at, at that point. When 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 you're having that meeting to begin with. Oh wait, we have a we have a statement from Jeff. Oh, would you like me to read it? I would. All right. This is posted by Thomas Harding, a gem of a human. I love you, Thomas, if you're watching. This is a statement, everyone, from Jeffrey Thomas Breidich. I would like to sincerely thank Dick and the entire extended Monfort family for my tenure here. 17 years is a long time with an organization, and the experiences of the past 17 seasons have meant a great deal to me and to my family. After recent conversations with Dick and Greg Fiesel regarding the organization and its future, it became abundantly clear that ushering in new leadership structure is critically important. With that in mind, we arrived to the decision to part ways, and ultimately it will be what is best for the Rockies and for me. Change can be a great thing for an organization and for the individuals who comprise it. Dick has a sorry. No, 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 you're <laughs> Dick has a clear vision for the Rockies. And after nearly seven seasons as general manager, God help us all, I believe it's time for someone else to help lead that vision. Working in professional baseball is not just a job, it's a round-the-clock lifestyle. There are innumerable people in the Rockies organization who are committed to that lifestyle, and I want to thank all of those folks for their volume of work, their care and concern for each other, and their collective belief in the organization. Finally, a big thank you to Rockies fans for loving our players and for con consistently showing up to support the team through thick and thin. End scene. As far as statements go, not bad. Not bad. A little no. too many big words in there that I think were a little unnecessary, but we'll let it slide. Yeah, you know, you know. But uh, ending on on you know, a nice word about the fans was a nice gesture. <laughs> it, was, it was worth trying. It was worth trying. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, Nathaniel, I, I agree that that, that sounds like a guy who... Uh, Absolutely. That's why I think my you can't fire me if I quit theory is just yeah, yeah. Uh and, and I'm with you and Carrie in the comments. The uh probably the, the most objectionable line in there is the uh Dick has a clear plan for the Rockies. Did um, I literally not just say five minutes ago the team had no plan for the future or organizational like theory structure? Yeah. Well, you know, again, I uh, and I've said this about a lot of things and, and I do it with stuff quite frankly, that's way more important than whether or not a baseball team is good or bad. I try to do this with like really big idea stuff in life, not to get like heavy or whatever, but like when people in like Congress totally disagree with me or whatever, like I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I always try to ask myself the question, why would a smart and reasonable person disagree with me on this? And I think there's, so much of that here. There's so much more breathing room to say, no, we don't know that Greg Fiesel is the answer, but we don't know that he's not. And mm -hmm. we don't know what happens next. What we do know is that they're out of the holding pattern that they were in. This it's just brutal daily, weekly cycle has been broken. And we don't know. We just don't know. And not knowing is so much more exciting than 
knowing that it's going nowhere. That's what I'm saying. Hello, people. <laughs> Literally, like I said, a bag of rocks would have been a better option as general manager than Jeff Breidich. I am stoked. This is great. Like, I don't care if I don't really know Greg Fiesel or know what he's going to do or what his plans are for the organization. Anything, 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 anything is better than the alternative of just sticking with Breidich and letting Monfort make operational decisions for this yeah. baseball team. I'm I sorry. I actually love this comment from Ragnar Lothbrok, who I think is my character in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> Does Drew and Rudo talk with the same cadence when they're starting out a sentence? I've noticed that before as well, actually. When when Rudo first came out, when I really started listening to the Abs podcast, I was like, oh man, Rudo and I kind of have that same. So I'm glad you pointed out. I was like, <laughs> kind of. Uh, it just, one of those things. Um, but yes, yes, it, it is a, a great day in the Rockies community. We don't know ultimately whether it will prove to be, <laughs> we don't know. That's, that's the wonderful thing about it. We just, at least know. there's change. There yeah. is happiness, and hopefully on the horizon. <laughs> and like I said, anybody being named team president is a big difference. That's huge. Huge. Like Massive. it just, someone has it, that title. It diminishes the role that Monfort plays in baseball exactly. decisions and that in itself Thank God. Yes. yes. So obviously we're going to try to learn a little bit more about Greg Fiesel. Like I said, you know, we're still going to have our show at 405 where we'll talk more about this. We'll get Patrick's reaction to everything that's going on here. We'll be able to dive a little bit more into uh, Greg Fiesel. If there's any, you know, public quotes between now and then we'll have that for you. And then we're going to preview the series with the, the Giants and, and give you some bets and some over-unders and, and all that good stuff. Who's going to get hits? Who's going to do the thing? Who's going to stay hot? Uh, who's maybe going to cool off? All that good stuff. But just uh, before we do final thoughts, let me throw out one last bit of love. We're going to go to our friends at Hassel Cattle Company. You know they make up about 40% of my diet at this point. I'm not even joking with you. I love their beef ground chuck, ground beef, the bacon, the award-winning hamburgers, the steaks. It is delicious stuff. It is, uh, it's unparalleled, man. It's it just you you. I always order over two hundred bucks, so you get the free shipping. Use promo code DNBR10, you'll get ten percent off. You get a whole bunch of it. You stock up for a while. It's all different enough so that you don't feel like you're eating the same thing all the time. I have a lot of beef in my diet anyway, but no need to get it at the grocery store anymore. It's better for your wallet. It's better for your diet. It's better for the animals. It's better for the environment. And it just tastes better. At the end of the day, you just want food that tastes better. And that's what you get at Hassel Cattle Company with Wagyu Beef. H-A-S-S-E-L-L-CattleCompany.com. And again, don't forget to use the promo code DNVR10. So, yeah, Corwin, that's right. The, the president's spot has been vacant since Kelly McGregor passed away in 2010. I, I, I don't want to – I'm pretty sure that's right. I don't you know. It's, um, but that's a long time. That's a long time to not have somebody in that job. And so, yeah, like I said earlier, for me, this is two bits of huge news. It's not just that Jeff Breidich is gone. It's that this team has a team president who's mm -hmm. going to be able to execute a vision. What that vision is, stay tuned, 405. We'll see if we've got some, some more information with Patrick on you on that. But, Mac, just... Final thoughts, deep breath. It's it's kind of sunk in now. We've been talking for close to an hour. I'm actually going to hop on the the whole show with our guy Brady Hole up on um, 1310 KFK up in Greeley here in about five or ten minutes. But your final thoughts on this momentous day 
This is the happiest I've been as a Rockies fan in a really, really long time. Okay, people, this is excellent news. I have said it before on this podcast, and I'll say it again. There was a Jeffrey Breidich doom-shaped cloud hanging over Coors Field, and the clouds have cleared. The sun has come up. The birds are chirping. It's a new day for Colorado Rockies fans, and I am freaking Amped. We are going to get a new general manager. We finally got a team president. Holy cow, baby. Things are changing. This is what you want to see if you're a Rockies fan. It's about freaking time. I don't care that it's a little too late. I'll take it. I can take whatever I would get at this point. I'm so happy. Thank God. Rejoice, Rockies fans. I know some of you are a little still upset, but just please take this day to at least <laughs> soak in this moment because holy crap, it finally happened. This is awesome. The organization will finally have some new leadership that will lead it in the right, hopeful direction. And we can sleep easy at night knowing that whatever decision they make in terms of either rebuilding or trying to compete with the guys that they have, Jeffrey Thomas Breidich will not be the person making those decisions anymore and neither will Dick Monfort. So you know what? That's a win in my book. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's where we got it. Like we said, Plenty more to share on this, plenty more to talk about. If you've got more questions, join us again live at 4.05 Mountain Time on YouTube. We're going to be talking about all this stuff. We're going to get Patrick's opinions on it. We'll have more on Greg Fiesel. We'll have more about how this is going to affect the team on the field like this season before they can even start to change their identity and stuff, just what the baseball is going to look like. And for the next upcoming games, we'll, we'll talk about this series against the Giants and whether or not your ball club can – stay hot or at least stay really fun to watch, especially now that they've got this giant monkey off their back. So thank you all for hanging out with us for this special emergency podcast. Please do join us again at 405. Make sure you're subscribed to the dnvr.com so you don't miss out on any of the written content with all the discounts on hats, shirts, masks, bigger beer when you come down to the DNVR bar. When you get the annual right now, the free shirts and the holistic stick from holistic wellness, just the access to the discord channel, so many things when you become a member of the family. And now, and I get it, if you're just a Rockies fan, you didn't care about any of the other sports, subscribing to even a Rockies thing might have felt dirty 24 hours ago, but it's got to feel less dirty now, right? Get on board, come hang out with us, wear your DNVR Rockies gear loudly and proudly. We appreciate each and every one of you. We hope you'll continue to be absolutely awesome out there. We promise to continue being absolutely Michaela Perkins and Drew Creaseman in here. And until next time, we will see you ballpark.